The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. See every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky's Tata and Sky Sport to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz. Welcome to Football Fever with Jason Vine. I News Talk ZB and Sky Sport, the home of the FIFA World Cup, all 64 matches live. Welcome to Football Fever, your daily podcast covering the FIFA World Cup in association with Sky Sport, every match live on Sky Sport. Jason Pine and David Choate with you. We started day three with one of the biggest World Cup upsets of all time. Argentina won, Saudi Arabia two. Argentina, 36 games unbeaten. They controlled the first half. Lionel Messi opened the scoring from the penalty spot. But the game turned after half-time. Saudi Arabia with two superb goals in six minutes on Sky Sport. Now an opportunity for Saudi Arabia. And it is taken. A blockbuster start to the second half for Saudi Arabia. Oh, and that's a brilliant effort. And they've turned it right around. There was understandably great excitement in the Saudi Arabian commentary box as well. Chody, as upsets go, we think about Cameroon beating Argentina in 1990, Senegal beating France in 2002, even the US beating England 1-0 in 1950. Where does this rate? Feels bigger to me. I don't know. Maybe it's the immediacy. It's uh, the morning after, Piney. Maybe I'm in the afterglow. But uh, what a result. Hey, just as a note, uh, last uh, that 1991, it was Argentina who were beaten by Cameroon. They went on to the final. So if you're an Argentinian fan, don't give up all hope yet. But I said yesterday it was all about Messi, the household name. We'll try Al Sheri and Al Dasari for household names. They'll be going mad in Saudi, feasting on Kabza. Apparently, I had to Google that one. <laughs> Singing and dancing. What a day. What a day. But I-, I thought Argentina bossed it pretty much in the first half. Three disallowed goals. Did you think Saudi Arabia's line was quite high, given the pace of the of the Argentine strikers? Yeah, I do. And I don't think the result was a flukish result in saying that, Pony. I think they were really brave. I think they said, well, we're going to go play a high line. Everybody else in the world would uh, step out against Messi and Argentina and drop off, wouldn't they? Mm. That would be the logical thing to do, hop behind the ball and make it hard for them. But they played this amazing high line. They were hairline offsides. Any other day, you're a a split second from being three goals down because they were largely, there was one very obvious one, but the others, you had to look at and go, wow, that was close. But I just thought the Saudis were incredibly brave. Um, clearly well uh, coached. That was tactical, wasn't it, to go high? Yes, It was an incredibly high line, and uh, it took the Argentinians by surprise as much as it took you and I by surprise. A couple of little stats here. First time Argentina have lost a World Cup game after leading at half-time since the 1930 final against Uruguay. So, I mean, history was well and truly against Saudi Arabia. Their king, King Selman, as he's announced a public holiday, Jody. Yeah, that's the way to go, isn't it? That's, that tells you you're football mad uh, when you get a day off when your national side rolls the Argentinians. Um, yeah, what's the equivalent? I can't think of a sporting equivalent. This was uh, David and Goliath stuff. Um, 
Yeah, massive, massive result. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Just on Messi, though, he, he did score from the penalty spot. The fifth player now to score at four different World Cups. Pelé, Uwe Zela, Miroslav Klose, and Cristiano Ronaldo, and now Messi. So that's pretty good company, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, big names in terms of the spot. I thought it was soft, Piney. I don't know about you. It looked... Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so yeah, so we could have been calling a 2-0 result, yeah. um, and it would have been an embarrassment for uh, Argentina. Here's Saudi Arabia's extremely cool French coach, Hervé Renard. Everything can happen in football. Sometimes your opponent is uh, not at his uh, best uh, motivation. This is normal. This is sometimes what the people, they don't understand. Uh, do you imagine uh, Lionel Messi to play against Saudi Arabia? Of course, he will tell him, uh, yes, we need to do to start very well. But, uh, you know, the motivation is not like if you are playing Brazil, huh? This is normal. This is part of football. He makes an interesting point, doesn't he? It must be hard to get up for a game that you are expected to win. Yeah, it is the curse in football. You see it at local level. You see it through to international level. When there's a mismatch in sides, just your energy probably drops off. Your mind drops off a little bit. And you know when you're chasing the game. I looked at Argentina at 2-1 down, and I think progressively, if they hadn't responded within minutes, they're done for, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so it proved to be. And just one final one before we move on. The last three teams to beat Argentina at a World Cup either won it or reached the final. Do you think Saudi Arabia are destined for the final on December 18? No, I don't, but they probably do. Yeah. So uh, so that's more important. No, I don't think they go uh, deep at all, really. Um, although in saying that, no fluke as a result. So on the, on the showing of one game... Uh, you'd say they're as good as anyone we've seen so far. Yeah, well done to Saudi Arabia. 2-1 winners over Argentina in the first game on day three. This is Football Fever. We thought another upset was coming. Australia taking the lead against France on Sky Sport. That joy pretty short-lived, though. France scoring four in reply, a couple to Olivier Giroud, who now has 51 goals for France, equal top for Le Bleu with Thierry Henry. France were good, weren't they? Excellent. I had to check myself after 10 minutes, though, and I was reading France are down to Australia. Argentina have been bitten by Saudi. <laughs> yeah. I thought the world's gone mad. The world's, something's, something's changed. Is the world still spinning the same way around? I mean, it was crazy. What a finish, by the way, Goodwin, just before you get onto the French. That's a great finish, isn't it? You've seen many a good player jam that in at the near post and have the keeper parry it round. He's, he's roof of the net. I fancied him as it came across. I don't know about you. I thought Craig Goodwin's seen enough of him in, in A-League football, seen enough of him to know that he... He can do that. Yeah, and, and it was a um, delivery from Matt Leckie, another A-League player. So, you know, the A-League coming to the fore. But no, you're right. He's, he, there's a lot of ways to miss that. Yeah. There's certainly no foregone conclusion he'll get that in the net. And he's, you're right, he's roof of the net at it. Yeah. I mean, even though they were on the losing side, it's a, it's a moment to remember for Craig Goodwin. I, I thought, you know, Australia obviously came out pretty well, didn't they? And, and they scored the goal. They looked good in possession. But it always felt like when France equalised that they were going to sort of, you know, start to move away, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, if there's such a thing, they scored too early. They're probably yeah. better off staying in the game and, mm. uh, you know, and, and playing that sort of tight football. But um, France clicked in, and when they clicked in, they clicked in with real pace. I thought they were so impressive. We've all heard about Mbappe and how good he is. But both sides of the park, Dembele on the other side, real pace. You can't beat pace in football. Frightening. Yeah. I actually thought, I know we saw the, um, the, 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 the English side with six goals, 
I thought this was a more impressive footballing display from France. They looked the goods. Yeah, they really did. And, and Giroud, I mean, he wouldn't have even been playing if Benzema was fit. And what is he, 36 years old, second oldest scorer at a World Cup behind our old mate uh, Roger Miller, yeah. who um, I, we believe might still be kicking it around in Cameroon. But, but uh, yeah, they, they look good. They're all so physically impressive too, aren't they? You talk about the pace, but the strength as well, and obviously very skillful. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, a potent combination. Yeah, with the players around him, Giroud could play for another 10 years because all you have to be is in the right place at the right time. He knows how to do that, and he can finish. But, yeah, they are an athletic-looking side, physical, muscular. I looked at their manager, Deschamps. He's, he's sitting there. He's been in charge for 10 or more years, hasn't he? He's one of he the longest serving. Yep. He just seems to have this French side... Right where he wants it. Yeah, because who haven't they got? Pogba's gone. Kante's not there either, yep. is he? So yep. he's injured. So I mean, that's two pretty big names to come out, although I did hear the commentators say six in the 11 this morning started the World Cup final four years ago. So there's, yeah. a, there's a core there, isn't there? Yeah, they, look, they just look a, a complete side. The most complete showing for me, barring an early wobble with a goal, um, that we've seen in, what, three days. Yeah, indeed. So France, 4-1 winners over Australia. <laughs> The other games overnight, both goalless. Denmark, semi-finalists at the Euros last year, of course, held nil-nil by Tunisia in what was a pretty raucous atmosphere. Uh, both sides had a goal ruled out by, uh, for offside and Denmark's uh, frontman, Andreas Cornelius, somehow missed from a yard. Bit of late drama. They went over to check the, uh, the monitor for VAR uh, for a penalty for Denmark late on, but uh, Cesar Ramos stuck with his original decision. I guess uh, Tunisia will be more pleased than Denmark about this. Yeah, they'll go away the happier. Um, both sides will be um, comfortable with a draw. Um, it keeps you in the in the contest. Um, they're the um, perennial draw specialists, uh, Denmark. They they eight, I think, in ten World Cup qualifiers kept a clean sheet. So they're sort of that side. Um, but they've got quality. Yeah, Tunisia go home happier, I think. Um, Far from boring, though, this one. Oh, it was. No, it was. You look at nil all and you go, oh, but it wasn't like that at all. And just on Denmark now as well, they know with Australia having lost to France, because they're all in the same group, Denmark now know, OK, if we beat Australia, mm. we'll be OK, because that'll mm. be Australia on zero points after yep. two games. Tunisia probably won't beat France. So all of a sudden, Denmark are uh, you know, quite close to qualifying through from that, uh, from that group. But yeah, good, raucous atmosphere. Mexico, Poland, also nil-nil. Pretty tepid first half. Sprung to life a bit in the second Robert Lewandowski still hasn't scored at a World Cup, couldn't do it from 12 yards. Scores for fun everywhere else, doesn't he? But World Cup seemed to be his nemesis. Yeah. And I was thinking that as he stood there. He thought a long time. Did you know, do you notice how long he stood and looked and, and exhaled? He tried to gather himself. That always worries me. Yep. Yep. I like those guys who are a bit more sort of at their pace. That seemed to be a long wait, and the long wait for goals continues for Lewandowski. Giamo uh, Ochoa, the Mexican goalkeeper. This is his fifth World Cup. Bit of a wall, though, isn't it? Mm. I think they call him the Mexican wall. Mm. It was a good save because yeah. he had to go across, strong sort of left arm to keep it out. Yeah, it wasn't a bad penalty. Sometimes you say, well, that's, that's a poor penalty. He hit it firmly enough, but uh, Ochoa went right, picked it right, and, uh, yeah, it takes all the glory. You did pick a nil all draw in this, I think, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I think um, both sort of evenly matched. And I, 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 I thought, sort of think in the first round you often get these results because no one wants to lose. It's who wants to win. And in, in, in the likes of the Saudi, they wanted to win. Yep. They went out to beat Argentina. They didn't go out to stay in the game. Uh, perhaps it's down to that smooth silk of a manager they've got, that smoothie <laughs> standing there, not not dripping a bead of sweat. He was he, he just looked totally 
calm and collected. After you finish listening to the pod, have a Google of this guy. Uh, Irve Rana is his name. And as Charlie said, he's one of the coolest men going around in the in the uh, stinking heat of guitar. Not a bead of sweat on him. And uh, and obviously now, having guided Saudi Arabia to a win over Argentina, he'll... Um, He'll pretty much be able to name his price, I'd imagine. So that's uh, day three action. Let's have a quick look ahead to tonight, day four. Another eight teams making their Qatar debuts. 11 o'clock tonight, Morocco, Croatia. Croatia runners-up four years ago. Luka Modric, presumably, at his last World Cup. Morocco, second straight World Cup after missing the five previous ones. Croatia have got to be favourites, I guess. I went all descriptive, I think, in, pre, in pre-tournament and said they'll be good. Um, well, they will be good, <laughs> yeah. but they've got a great engine. Um, you look at them in the middle of the park, Modric, Kovacic and uh, Marcelo Broscovic. Um, these are the guys who will keep them ticking over. They're that team that will be like metronomic, in my opinion. They'll keep recycling the ball. They'll be a tough ask. I've got them to go through the group. I've got them to win this match against Morocco, but... Um, Anything can happen in football, and often does. Yeah, as we found out today. So that's 11 o'clock on Sky Sport. 2 o'clock, Germany, four-time winners, but eliminated in group play four years ago against Japan, who we always say, hey, Japan, Japan. Their seventh straight World Cup, but they've never gone further than the round of 16. They're a bit like Mexico, aren't they? They are, and and you're right. They don't win too many, but uh, the other stat for Germany, semi-finals four times this century, which sounds like a long time, but I appreciate it. It's, it's, no. still, it's still a reasonable still run. Yeah. yeah, it's an impressive run, and they're a machine. They are metronomic. Um, you run through their roster front to back. Um, they are strong. You can't even name a special player because they're all a bit special, I think, for the Germans. You go into the J- Japanese side. I see they ply their trade in England, France, Germany, Spain. Who's their biggest name? Probably Minamino. Mm. Spent some time at Liverpool, flopped yes. a bit. Yep. Um, you know, so he's in France now, is he? I right. think so, yeah. yeah. Off in France. So maybe Minamino to do something magical to upset the apple cart. Again, if they take uh, anything out of the games they've seen, if they're brave, uh, they'll have a go. You wonder whether Japan will be brave, though. I mean, these two sides pride themselves on their technical excellence, don't they? Japan, for a long time, have been technically very good. German, Germany are just Germany in that way, aren't they? So I just wonder whether you need a game-breaker in a, in a game like this, and, and you wonder whether Germany have them and Japan maybe don't. Yeah, I'd go Neuer, Rudiger, Havertz, Nabry, Mueller... Um, is it Musiala, the, yeah. Yeah, the younger one? Sane, I mean, yeah, it's, Sane, yeah. yeah, yeah, it just keeps rolling off. Yeah. They've got match winners everywhere. You've got to favour them, but um, yeah, maybe this high line. Is there a theme emerging? Get at teams. Yeah, get at teams. Just don't. Just be fearless. Saudi Arabia have shown us the way. Five o'clock tomorrow morning. Also in that group, Spain against Costa Rica. Twenty ten champion Spain. They went out in the round of sixteen to. The host, Russia, four years ago. Costa Rica, as we know, beat New Zealand to make it. Their third straight World Cup. Quarter-finalists in 2014. Spain? I mean, if Costa Rica play like they did against New Zealand, they'll get, you know, they'll get comfortably beaten, I would say. You would think. Spain don't feel like Germany. Spain is not Germany in terms of sort of this, um, this fearsome crew. They're, they're turning to a younger group, I think. They're in transition. Uh, Pedri. Uh, Ansu Fati, I think it's um, Ferran Torres. These are younger players who they're probably looking to carry their hopes, but they'll be too strong for Costa Rica for sure. Costa Rica played in that uh, qualifying group, though. They played with about 30% of the ball mm. and qualified, so mm. they're not uncomfortable out of position. I think they don't mind not having the ball, um, but if you give Spain 70% possession... And you give up territory. I think the Spanish will score. Yeah, they'll find a way. And 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, Belgium 
against Canada. Belgium, third last time out, quarter-finalists in 2014. Kevin De Bruyne, Eden Hazard, Thibaut Courtois in goal. Romelu Lukaku, we don't know whether he'll play or not. Canada, second World Cup for them. They won CONCACAF. John Herdman in charge. Uh, remember Simon Eady, the uh, former goalkeeper, is their assistant coach and goalkeeping coach. But Canada aren't really a chance here, or are they? Oh, the romantic in me wants to say they are. Yep. I actually, if I thought about an upset in this round, I actually thought Canada could do it. Because for me, Belgium often underperform for the talent they have. Yep. They've always got this playing staff that are just huge names and brilliantly talented, good athleticism against a Canadian side that will be expecting uh, nothing. Although I think in Canada, there's a bit of a, a wave of enthusiasm around them. So I'm going to watch this one with interest. If there is going to be an upset, could it be this? Gee, it'd be a good story to be telling tomorrow, Piney. Wouldn't it just? If we can be here about this time tomorrow talking about Canada overturning Belgium there, the 8 o'clock game on Sky Sports. So Morocco, Croatia, 11 o'clock. Germany, Japan, 2 a.m. Spain, Costa Rica, 5 a.m. Belgium, Canada, as you say, charity, 8 a.m. Um, keep an eye out for Bayern Munich's Alfonso Davies, the big name in the Canadian side. There's so much football to talk. We review it. We preview it. We do it every day on Football Fever. Chody, get some more coffee in and we'll do it again tomorrow. Couldn't love it any more, Piney. Football's on fire. The FIFA World Cup is live on Sky Sports. Oh, See every game of football's ultimate showcase. Glorious! You need to subscribe to Sky Starter and Sky Sports to watch this premium content. For details, see sky.co.nz.